Hi, I'm Kevin Harrington, an original shark from the hit television show Shark Tank, and you're listening to the Underdog Podcast. I've been too high up to fall, question marks, what's up with y'all? All we know is over time, barking like some underdogs. Underdogs, underdogs, underdogs. All we know is over time, barking like some underdogs. Underdogs, 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 underdogs. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Underdog Podcast. Today, I have an incredible guest here with me today. Nikki, how are you, my friend? I am blessed and grateful. Thanks so much for having me on the show. It's an honor to be here. Thank you so much for being here, Nikki. I love your energy, your radiance, all of the things. And I'm just like sitting here. I'm like, I can't wait to get into the story and hear all the things in your world. (laughs) And one of my favorite places to start with that, because I'm sure there's a lot to it and it's going to be beautiful. What inspired you on your journey to where you are today, Nikki? We can start there for sure. Well, I'm actually an immigrant from the Middle East. I'm originally a Christian from Iran. When I was 11 years old, the Islamic Revolution took place in Iran. And it was a seminal moment in my life. So I was 11 years old, right? I had friends. This was my home. I didn't think it was a big deal. But my late father, God rest his soul, He could see the writing on the wall. This was not going to be a great place for him to raise his Christian family. So he sat down with my mom. They made a plan. They got us out of Iran. It took a few years, but we eventually settled where I now live in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. So at first, I'm thinking, I hate this. I don't want to be here. But man, looking back, it was the greatest single thing my father did. He changed the trajectory of our family's legacy from tyranny to freedom. And that's why I've become the biggest champion for freedom there is. I believe because I've lived in tyranny, that living in freedom is the greatest gift that God could have given us. It's one of the reasons that myself and other people like me who come from countries where they lived in tyranny are so adamant to preserve it here in the West. And we are really concerned about certain leaders right now that are in power doing stuff like happened back home jailing their political opponents when it looks like they might beat them in an election. You know what I mean? Oh, no, no, that's a bad guy. Yeah, but we're going to, he's got to go to jail for something everybody else who's ever been in his position also did. In my country of Canada, the prime minister who wears blackface for fun calls the owners of the truckers who are 40% brown-skinned Sikhs, calls them white supremacists to try and crush them and destroy them because they came up against this policy. He seized their bank accounts. He threw them in jail. This is the kind of crap we escaped from. We don't want this here. So we stand up for freedom. And we say this out loud to everybody. If you live in this world, in the West, stand up for freedom. Don't allow your leaders, no matter who they are, don't be a part of a tribe of a political party. Be someone who believes in the system of you tolerate other people, other people tolerate you, because that's what the beauty of the West and of freedom is. And we got to all, all do that. And that's why I become the biggest champion for freedom the world has ever seen. I believe in freedom and freedom is the precursor to free expression. Free expression is the precursor to free enterprise. Free enterprise is what lets you and me have the right to start a business based on our vision and go out there and serve people and create something magical and wonderful. And without freedom, free enterprise can't exist. I believe in the majesty of entrepreneurs. Entrepreneurs are society's greatest people. Entrepreneurs are the ones who make our world a bigger, better place. 
How do they do this? What a great question. This is how they do this. By having the courage to dream and to go make their dreams come true. They serve themselves. They serve their clients. They serve the world. Right? Yes. And my father, he was an entrepreneur. My father, he was a kind of man who would uplift you. If you knew him and you were looking for work, he'd help you find a job. If you were looking to start a business, he'd help you get that business going. If you were looking to buy a car, a house, or an apartment, and you didn't quite have enough money, dad would top you up so you could buy that car, that house, or that apartment. And you might go to yourself, wait up. Who does that? Nikki B, who does that? I go, well, the late, great Napoleon Ballou for one. But why would he do that? That sounds like too good to be true. First of all, he was a devout Christian. He believed he'd been blessed by God, and it was his duty to share those blessings with others. But secondly, he did it because he could. He was successful. He was rich. And I wanted to be like him. I wanted to be somebody that people came to when they needed help. And I came from an entrepreneurial family, so I wanted to help other entrepreneurs. And I've worked with entrepreneurs at all levels, but especially people that were under a million dollars a year in business. These are the people that I noticed needed the help of someone like me. Why? Because they're good at what they do, but they didn't get business. They didn't get marketing, sales, income statements, balance sheets. They didn't get customer service, structures, systems, exit plans. Right. And me, I got all that. I came from an entrepreneurial family. So I help people solve those issues so they get off of being stuck and they go to the next level. You think about that. That is cool. That is awesome. That is beautiful. And so many people in the world of entrepreneurship that are earlier in their journey, under a million, they are good people, but they don't want to be seen as pushy or salesy. So they don't go after business they should go after. And they don't get business they should. And that hurts them, but it also hurts the client because a good person doesn't help them. And instead, some charlatan marketer swoops in, grabs that business, but doesn't care if they deliver. And so the person who needs help doesn't really get help. And the sum total of goodness in the world goes down. And that does not work for me. That's why I got into what I do to help the good people be able to get in front of people and serve them to victory. I help them reframe selling into service. Nobody wants to be sold. You don't want to be sold. I don't want to be sold. But don't you love being served by a good, caring human being? Doesn't that make your heart sing? That's what we're all about. That's what we help people do, Pamela. And that's how I've helped people double, triple, quadruple their business. My late father used to tell me, Nikki, business is about people, not numbers, not money. That person in front of you, that's someone's mother, that's someone's sister, that's someone's daughter, that's someone's wife, that's someone's husband, that's someone's brother, that's someone's father, that's someone's son. Absolutely. Take care of that. Absolutely. And that is how I help people double, triple, quadruple their income and get off that plateau. That's how we do it. I love that, Nikki. I love that. My goodness. I love your passion and your energy with, with all of this. And a few things, I mean, I, so I, I come from Albania and uh, same type of situation. It was the communist collapse in 1991 when my parents and actually Lord fled. John. Yep. At that time, they basically fled to Rome, Italy. And then when I was five years old is when they came to the U.S. So you're absolutely right that when you see what actually happens in the world outside of the West, you have a different appreciation for freedom and and all of that. And being able to come to the West and create something from the ground up and really build your life because you have that freedom, you know, freedom leading into free expression and then into free enterprise, then in the hands of entrepreneurship. This is what this whole side of the world was built on, which is which is incredible. And the small business, the small businesses and entrepreneurs are the backbone of America, period. 
that's just what it is, right? And I'm sure even in Canada too, without entrepreneurs, no way, right? Money in the right hands changes the world, right? And entrepreneurs are the ones who go out there and deliver every single time, every single day to their communities. When you're putting money into a small business or an entrepreneur, you're feeding their families, their employees, and oh, the ripple effect is is nonstop, you know? And I absolutely love that. And I'm curious for you to kind of reel it back a little bit. What did you want to be growing up as a kid? You know, coming to the U.S. when you were, I mean, to Canada when you were 11. What was your dream? What you wanted to be when you grew up? Honestly, like a lot of kids, I had all kinds of crazy dreams. But the one that stuck with me the most was to be a good, honorable man like my father who got into business and made a difference for people. I wanted to write. That's always been a part of my dream. That's why I've published 10 books so far. And I want my books to like make a difference for people. And I love to speak, which is why I have a podcast and go on shows and go on stages. And, you know, you see me, man, I rock it. I rock it when I get on stage, right? Because my energy just pulls people in and it makes them believe. And that's really my job. That's that's what it's all about for me. And one of the things that I saw is there's so many entrepreneurs, so many good people out there. They just don't know how to get themselves out there right. They don't know how to attract the attention. So I teach people how to be thought leaders, the go-to expert in their field. And you might go, well, what's a thought leader, Nikki? Is that like some ivory tower leftist, communist professor type person? No, 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 not at all. An expert is someone who knows something. A thought leader is someone who's known for knowing something. An Mm. industry thought leader is a good capitalist. That is the go-to person in their space. Experts are a dime a dozen. Thought leaders are rare and valuable. Another way to put it is an expert's like a cover band while a thought leader plays original music. Mm. So let me tell you a story, Pamela. I had a client, this woman. She is a naturopathic doctor. Amazing woman. Sister from another mister to me. When I met her, she was successful. But her father was dying of brain cancer. And she was daddy's girl. And she wanted to honor her father. And the way to honor her father was a successful entrepreneur was to become a successful entrepreneur herself. She came to me, said, Nikki, can you help me? And I'm like, of course I can. And I will. So what do you do? How do you do it? And she goes, well, like so many people, I can help anybody. I don't want to limit myself. Oh my God, the worst, most horrible thing anybody can say. So we sat with her. We took her through a process. Who's your ideal client? Who do you get the best results for? Who do you enjoy working with the most? Who's most fun to transact with and pays you the best? Where all that lines up, that's your ideal client. And for her, it was women over 45, married with children, successful marriages, successful careers, but they were overweight. They didn't feel beautiful anymore. They didn't feel sexy anymore or desirable, and they hated it. Now, Pamela, I'm a man, and maybe you can correct me if I'm wrong, but last I checked, Women like feeling beautiful and sexy and desirable. That's still true, right? Even in this crazy day and age. Absolutely. 100%, right? So we worked with her to get her message right. And we came up with a doozy for her. I came up with this. It was amazing. You ready for it? Because she said to women, getting older is inevitable, but aging isn't. We can have you look and feel your best in your 40s, 50s, 60s, and 70s. Even better than you did in your 20s, teens, 20s, 30s. 
get your sexy back. That's what I came up with. Get your sexy back. Boom, Pamela. She doubled her income in year one, doubled it again in year two, doubled it again in year three. She went from six figures a year to six figures a month by being seen as the go-to expert in her space by professional women. Mic drop. That's incredible. That's incredible. Well, I think that that has a lot to do with the authenticity of it all, right? Like the authenticity of business that you're not, I love what you said earlier about, you know, serving, not selling, right? And I think that's the biggest perspective that an entrepreneur could have because they're like, oh, I don't want to feel salesy. I don't want to do this. And I want to serve, right? And, and that roots back to what your father said to you about helping people. And the first thing my father said to me when I told him I wasn't going to work for every, anybody and I was going to start my own businesses when I was 21, graduating college and all of that. And I thought I had it all mapped out. He said to me, Pam, all, all I want you to do is make sure that you have a big heart going into business. He's like, I don't care what you do. Just have a big heart going into it and help people. He's like, that's the root of it all. And that's really what it comes down to at the end of the day is simply that, right? If you can do that, you're going to succeed in any business, no matter what it is, right? So the same thing with your father. Amen. Amen, sister. Amen. Yes. 100%. 100% correct. So you got to be there for the people and not about yourself. And right. you've got to find a way to be seen as the go-to industry thought leader, the person that is the one they should come and seek. Right. You do that success will be yours in the most uncommon of hours. And that's a fact. That's a fact. And I'll tell you something else, Pam. You want to be successful? You want to take your business to the next level? Let's say, Pam, you got yourself a half a million dollar a year business. You want to double it to a million and then to two million and five million and 10. Let's just say that's your goal. In order for that to happen, there are four characteristics you must adopt. One is you've got to make a decision. You've got to be decisive. And you've got to get it done. The word decide means to kill off the alternative. You've got to decide that's going to happen. And there is no alternative to that. What are other words that have that word side, that Roman Latin word at their root? Homicide. Genocide. Suicide, they're all about killing, right? So decide is kill off the alternative. Let me tell you a story. The greatest personal development author of all time is Napoleon Hill. He wrote the book, Think and Grow Rich, which has mm -hmm. sold over 170 million copies, Pamela. Mm -hmm. But when he started his career, he was a newspaper reporter. That was the day before newspapers in North America are like Pravda. And it was the day when newspapers were actually respected. Yep. His editor sent him to go interview the then richest man in the world, Andrew Carnegie. And guess what? The interview went well. At the end of it, Andrew Carnegie goes, Mr. Hill, how would you like to spend the weekend with me at my estate? I'd like to speak with you further. Now, Pamela, I don't know about you. But if the richest man in the world today, Elon Musk, came to me and said, Mr. Ballou, how would you like to spend the weekend with me at my estate? You know what my answer would be? Sweetie, look after the kids. I'm hanging out with Elon. <laughs> yep. Totally. And that's what he said. They hung out together. They had a great three days, great conversations. And at the end, 
Andrew Carnegie said, Mr. Hill, I have a proposition for you. How would you like to spend the next 20 years researching my philosophy of success and writing a book about it for the people? He said, Mr. Hill, I will not pay you a stipend. But what I will do is I will give you letters of introduction to the 500 richest and most successful men and women in these here United States. What say you? It took Napoleon Hill 31 seconds to say yes, and the rest is history. He went, he met with those men and women, he wrote Think and Grow Rich, and he became the most successful personal development philosopher and author of all time. Now, many years later, he and the great man met one last time before he passed. And then Andrew Carnegie said to him, Mr. Hill, I have a confession to make. He goes, oh, okay. All those years ago, when I made you that offer, I had with me this watch with the second hand, as you can see, under the table where you couldn't see it. And I had given you 60 seconds to make up your mind. And if you had not, I was going to withdraw the offer. Napoleon Hill was completely taken aback and going, but why? He said, yes. Why indeed, you tell me. And he said, okay, okay, I got this. I've studied your philosophy of success. I got this. He goes, okay, I got it. Successful people are decisive people. They make decisions quickly. They don't dilly dally. He goes, yes. Before I approached you, I had approached four of the most eminent educators in these United States with the same offer. They all said, I need to think about it. And I knew they were the wrong people. The most successful people gather the facts quickly and decide quickly. They don't need to have a conversation with anybody else. They don't need to think about it. They don't need to have a seance with their dead ancestors before they give you an answer. That is a weak answer of an indecisive and weak-willed mind. And you know what happens when God sees weak-willed answers from weak-willed and indecisive people? He gives them weak-willed results and indecisive results. And do you know what God does when you give big answers decisively? God gives you big results decisively. Yes. Secondly, you've got to be committed. You've got to be committed. You've got to be willing to be bad before you're mediocre, before you're average, before you're okay, before you're good, before you're great, before you're iconic, before you're the best that ever was in your field. You've got to commit. There is no substitute for victory and a commitment to it, commitment to get there and develop yourself. Third, you've got to invest in yourself and be coachable. I used to be one of the top fitness trainers in the world. I worked with Olympic gold medal athletes. I worked with celebrities. I worked with billionaires. One of my clients was Robin Sharma the author of the book, The Monk Who Sold His Ferrari. He sold 15 million copies of his books. And he said to me, Nikki, if you ever want to double your income and your impact in a given year, triple your investment in your own personal development and professional development, you must hire the coaches, join the masterminds, attend the conferences, do the courses and read the books and pay whatever they ask, don't nickel and dime them. What is the most important asset in your business, Pamela? Is it not Pamela? Mm -hmm. 
Absolutely. And how foolish would you be if you chinced on investing in your most important asset, the one that is critical to your success? How insane is that? And fourthly, you've got to be resourceful. Tony Robbins said, it doesn't matter what resources you have. It matters how resourceful are you. Yes. I'm going to tell you my story. A dozen plus years ago, my then wife, seemingly out of the blue, kicked me to the curb and said, I don't want to be married to you anymore. I was devastated. I was blindsided. Maybe I should have seen it coming, but I didn't. I spiraled. My business went to zero. I was sleeping on my mother's couch. I was depressed. I was devastated. And I felt lower than low. A friend of mine took pity on me and bought me a ticket to a conference. And I saw this man deliver a talk, a rousing, powerful talk that spoke to my soul. And Pamela, when his talk was over, I leapt out of my seat. I elbowed everyone out of the way, and I made sure I got to him first. And I put out my hand, and I introduced myself. And I said, my name's Nikki Bielu. And let me tell you my story. And I told him my story. And by the end of my monologue, I said, I think I need to hire you. And he's like, oh, all right. But you need to understand that my minimum fee is $5,000. I get paid upfront in full in advance. I offer no guarantees and no refunds. You still want to hire me, son? Whoa, 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 whoa. I got no money. He says, I'm going to give you some free coaching. Free coaching. Pamela, I loved it. Free coaching. Give me some free coaching. Bring it here. And then he said, it doesn't matter how much money you have. I go, wait up, wait up, wait up, wait up. Wait up. I thought you wanted $5,000 from your first. It matters how much money I have. He said, son, I got 20 people lining up to work with me, and most of them are going to pay me a lot more than $5,000. I don't need your piddly $5,000. But you need me. He was right. He said, it doesn't matter how much money you have. What matters is how bad do you want change right now in your life? Mm. You've been kicked to the curb by your wife. You're sleeping on your mother's couch. You make no money. You're not providing for your sons. You're going through a divorce. Divorce courts don't look kindly on fathers who don't provide for their kids. How much longer do you want to tolerate this situation? A day? A week? A month? A year? A lifetime? I'm like, whoa, 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 hold up. No, 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 no. Let me come see you in a couple of days. I go home with urgency. And I was a trainer then, and I called a couple people who said neither yes nor no to me. And I got a hold of them. And I said, I got good news for you. Okay, what's the good news? You're fat, and you need to lose weight. Because if you don't, you're going to have an existential health event, and it's either going to kill you, or it's going to permanently degrade your quality of life. And the people that you love and love you are going to be devastated by it. Agreed? They go, yeah, you're right. And I'm broke. And I can't see my son. And I might not get to see him unless I turn this situation around. And that will devastate me. Agreed. So I'm going to make you the deal of a lifetime. Half price. But there's a catch. You got to say yes now. You got to pay him full now. What's it going to be? Two guys said yes. They gave me $1,000 each. I was excited. I had a $2,000. 
I go see this guy in a couple days. I drop down the two thousand dollars. Look here. He's like, impressive. But I said five, not two. I was deflated. And I said to him, Bill, his name was Bill. I said, Bill, how many people have you had this talk that you had with me with? He said, well, over the years, probably 30 or 40. I'm like, that's a lot of people. He said, yeah. I said, besides me, who else made an appointment to come back and see you with any money? He said, oh, that's easy. You're the very first. I go, what? I, I am the very first. He goes, you, sir, are the very first. I go, wow. Then take my money. I'm going to sign a contract saying I'll pay you the balance within 30, 60 days, whatever the case may be. And let's get started because I want change back. He said, okay. The rest is history. I paid him back early. He was impressed with that. And within six months, I made six figures. So my question for you and your audience is, how bad do you want change? Are you ready to keep tolerating your current crappy situation for another day, another week, another month, another year, or a whole lifetime? Or are you done with that crap and are you ready to make change happen now? And if you have these four qualities and you embrace them, success will be yours in the most uncommon of hours. Other people will complain and gripe that life sucks and they can't have what they really want and that victory is eluding their grasp, but not you. Life for you will be beautiful and victory will be yours. Mike drop. Love that. I love that, Nikki. I love that. Well, I love the sense of urgency there. Like, are you willing to change now? That's the key, right? Until you are ready. You know, when they say like, um, when you're ready for the lesson, the master appears, right? You got to be committed. You got to be ready. You got to take action. You can manifest all the things that you want to. I want this and I want that. And, you know, put it off into the distance. However, no action. There's absolutely no way that you're going to propel forward, right? If you didn't take action at that time, the way that you did, you wouldn't have made that $2,000 and he wouldn't have made that deal with you. But you acted, you took action right away and made it happen. That's right. Which is incredible, which is incredible. And thank you so much for sharing your, your story for when you know the situation with your ex-wife happened because there's so many people who may be listening right now that could be struggling through a divorce maybe are headed towards one or know somebody who, who has gone through a painful one, right? And how do you pick back the pieces after that, right? And in your case, you took that action and you were propelling forward no matter what. And so going from being broke on your mom's couch to six figures in six months, like how did you break all of that, Nikki B? That's incredible. Like just... I know you took action, but what were some of the things that really, really helped propel you there faster that maybe somebody who's listening could need that right now? Maybe they're at that breaking point in their life where they're like, listen, I just can't, this is, I want this now. What would be some pieces of advice based on your story and help them get there? That's a fantastic question. So first, you got to make a decision that this is it. No alternative, no tire kicking. This is it. 
you got to commit to it and you got to be willing to suck because you're going to suck at first before you can get out of sucking and all the way up the value chain of expertise. Okay. And thirdly, you've got to invest in yourself and be coachable. You must. How dare you chintz on investing in you? You think about how nuts that is. People will go buy the latest tricked out iPhone and pay $3,000 for it. They'll go buy a TV set, 58 inches and pay $5,000 for it. But no, invest in themselves. That's spending. There's no return on that. Investing in yourself has a massive return. And then get resourceful. If you haven't got the money, come up with it. Find a way. You've got to do all of that. And I'm here to tell you, if you're listening to this, I'm making you an offer. Come talk to me. Get on my calendar, ecircleacademy.com forward slash appointment and fill out the application at the bottom. Say, I want change bad. I was on, I heard you on Pamela's show. I want change bad. Let's talk. Let's look at your situation and see if I can help you because that's what I do. I help people make that change. And it's my honor to do that. And I'll tell you one last story kind of to wrap things up with you. This is an incredible story. You are going to so love this, Pamela. Five and a half years ago, a woman came to us who was the country director for Canada for one of the world's oldest and largest and prestigious personal development companies. She was incredible. A rock star. And she brought a fellow on board to help her run the company who she thought was very talented. Kind of like Steve Jobs back in the day with... Uh, Apple and John Scully in the 80s, remember? Mm -hmm. And so, just like Steve and John, at first they got along, they made things happen, they grew the business, but then their visions of the future diverged, they clashed, and the board of directors sided with him. So just like Steve, she was kicked out of her own company, and she was lost, bereft, unsure of how to proceed. But here's the deal. Someone told her, you need to go talk to Nikki Ballou. So she came to me. I work with my lady. We talked to her. We helped her get her message dialed in. We helped her get clear on her ideal client. And we put her out there because she was hungry. In her first month, she made $10,000 in profit. In her second month, she made $12,000 in profit. In her third month, she made $18,000 in profit. But in her fourth month, she made $62,200 in profit. It was unreal the trajectory. She lives in Ottawa. I live in Toronto. Five years ago, around this time, my oldest son who plays soccer had a tournament in Ottawa. She has a son his age. We're driving to Ottawa. I call her up. I go, Hope, oh, would you and your boy like to come see me and my son? He's got a tourney. He said, yeah, we'll come watch a game, grab some lunch. So we did that. It was awesome. A few weeks later, back in Toronto, we were at one of our quarterly branded thought leader immersion events. And here's what happened. The event was a rock star event. And we came to the stage where we do our enrollment opportunity, our upsell, if you will. And the way I do it is I ask you, if you're one of our members, to share your experience. It's way more powerful than me pitching, right? So I go, who'd like to share before I could pick anybody, she bounds on stage and practically knocks me down on my butt. So I just fade back and go, okay, you, obviously. I'm staring at her back, 
she's not talking yet. She's got her hands on her hips and she's looking at people. And I see her shoulders go like this. Then I hear some sniffles, some sobs. I go, wait, is she crying? Is she crying? I'm like, what did I do? Every man does that when a woman cries, FYI. <laughs> what did I do? <laughs> and then my lady, perceptive as she is, comes up to stage, the box of tissues, she gratefully grabs a couple, and then she starts to sniffle and sneeze and cry. And she goes, Nikki, you didn't know this, but when I came to see you, the bank was about to foreclose on our home. And my husband and I, we were fighting every single day. And then when you came to see me with your son, my son's in the back seat going, mommy, mommy, who are we going to go meet? You know how little boys get, right? All excited. And she goes, oh, sweetheart, we're going to meet Nikki Baloo and his son. And then she said, all of a sudden, her little boy got real quiet. And you know, little boys don't get real quiet, right? So she said, mommy, are we going to get to meet the man who saved our family? And I'm like, so Pamela, I'm from the Middle East. I am not a snowflake. I don't cry in public. You with me? Mm -hmm. I cried on this day. We both cried. We hugged. And then she told me about her husband and her about to break up. And she said, you saved our family. This money that we brought in saved our family. Everybody goes all and gasp. So she sits down. I didn't bring anybody else up. Nobody could top that, right? So um, usually I bring one or two, three people, whatever. And so what happened next was we handed out the reg forms. Now, this is for a year-long program. At the time, we charged, I think, 40, 45K a year for it. It's gone up since then. And um, there were eight people in the room that were prospects, some people usually buy, some people are a no, and some people, you got to talk to them, right? See if you can get them off the fence one way or another. Not on that day. On that day, everybody bought immediately. Oh. Everybody. Why? Certainly it wasn't because of me, and I'm some genius sales dude, because I'm not, and I wasn't. It was because this woman and her 12-year-old son authentically spoke from their heart about a transformation that had taken place for their family at a very human level. And when the people are in that room and they're thinking, should I go, do you, they're going to just take my money and not deliver for me? All right. And in that moment, that question was decisively answered for them. No, they won't do that. And yes, you should work with them. And I realized in that moment that God put me here to be of service to good people. And if you take yourself out of the equation, not that you shouldn't succeed or have good results, nothing like that, but if you put the focus on helping the person in front of you, yeah. God will put his focus on helping you. Amen, Nikki. Wow, my goodness. My goodness chills all around as you share your stories truly and oh my god that was absolutely magical nikki and you know you. all everything your life experience all the stories that you've shared is absolutely incredible but i will leave you with my last question which is my favorite and i'm so interested to know 
what you're going to say on this business, personal, whatever comes to your soul. So Nikki, what would your older self tell your younger self based on what you know now? Get started in business sooner. Hire more good mentors, learn from them and make a decision to win sooner and get out of your own freaking way. Like that's for me on the business end. And the other end is give more, love more, laugh more, and take more time off. I love that. And in your world, in the next few months, like what what's going on in Nikki B world? <laughs> We're serving the people. We're looking for more great people to serve. You know, I've had a book come out recently. I got a couple more books that are going to come out in the next little while. And the fight for freedom continues. I put myself out there. I know a lot of people say, you know, they, they used to say, don't talk about politics or, you know, religion or, you know, sex or any of that stuff. That's old world rules. That's out the window now. Today, you got to talk about your values. You got to talk about your philosophy. You got to talk about politics, not in the sense of I'm right, you're wrong, but in the sense of we're fighting for freedom. Because right. you want to attract those people who believe in that. I'm looking for the committed the freedom fighters, the freedom lovers. Those are the ones I want to work with. I want to serve. I want to help them win in this environment. And I think everybody needs to do that. You can't not take sides anymore. There's no more sitting on the fence. Absolutely, Nikki. Absolutely. I love that. I absolutely love that, my friend. And just all the things that you're up to in the world, my goodness, I'm just honored to have you here to share your story, to share all of these incredible gems that you've dropped this entire time. Just, I'm so grateful for you, Nikki, and thank you so much for being here today. Now you've got to let everyone know where to find you and your awesomeness. ecircleacademy.com forward slash appointment to jump on a call with me. Go to amazon.com to get my book list. And if you're a leader, you ought to be a reader and do that. And Honestly, if you go at Nikki Ballou on almost any major social media platform, I'm there. Just, you know, say, hey, you heard me on a podcast. I'll respond personally. It's amazing, Nikki. Again, thank you so much for being here today. You are incredible, my friend. Thank you for all that you so are good. and all that you bring to this universe. Thank you so, so much. So that's it for today's episode of Underdog. Catch us next week, always dropping on Thursdays. And remember, if you're interested in real estate or want to learn how to create more money and magic in your life, check out meetwithpamela.com and let's chat. Sending you so, so much love. All we know is overtime, working like some underdogs. Underdogs.